arrogant healthcare marketing bastards were podcasting live from Shishmid 2013 in Chicago, September 29th to October 1st. Now, over the next several weeks, we'll be rebroadcasting those sessions alongside our weekly podcast. If you are subscribed in iTunes or through RSS, you'll receive the episodes automatically. Otherwise, visit thinkinterval.com or follow Interval Crew on Twitter for notification of our new shows. In this session, recorded Tuesday, October 1st at 10 a.m., we have a chance to speak with Francine Francis, Director of Marketing Communications and Physician Relations at Christus St. Michael Health System, Kelly Spellman, Director of CRM at Christus St. Michael Health System, and Brandon Edwards, CEO at Revive Health. I'm supposed to do this at 10, oh. I think, oh, with Kelly Spellman. I'm Francine, yes. Francine. Hi. Nice to meet you. I'm Robert. Hi, Robert. Have a seat. Thank you. Let me turn my phone off. We like that. You're, you're right on time. That's good. Yeah. I'm finding my way. Thank you. Is this your first conference? No. Okay. No. You've been here before. Yes. Okay. Yes, I've been to Chicago before. With this conference. Yes, that was just two years ago this year. Yes, yes. I, I don't go every year. I try to go every other year or so. Sure. Yeah, we were talking about how many shishmids we've all been to. And I think Chris was at over 10. Really? I've, done, I've been to three. So how many have you I been to? I've been to four or five. Okay. Yeah. Okay. That's so. pretty substantial. Yeah. Me too. Yeah. I think that's about my number. I'm not really sure at this point, but... I have Alzheimer's on some days. <laughs> As do I. Yeah. All right, could, that could just be from all these years in marketing. <laughs> that that too. That'll do it to you. Yeah. It yep. deteriorates the brain. <laughs> Hi. Good. How are you? So, Francine, where where are you? Where are you from? I'm from Texarkana, Texas. Excellent. Yes. Very good. Which is a twin city. Okay. Uh, half is in Arkansas, half is in Texas. You can actually go to the post office, and half the building, it's a federal building, is in Texas, and half is in Arkansas. And you can straddle the state line. So literally, the, the state literally, line is right. Yeah, that's that's right pretty remarkable. City. So do you have half employees are Arkansas employees, At half our are hospital, Texas? Uh, or in the post office. Uh, in the postal building, the uh, Arkansas offices are, of course, located on the Arkansas side sure, of the building sure. in Texas. And then in, in our hospital, we have employees from Texas, Arkansas, oh, actually Oklahoma and Louisiana, because we're wow. in the hub of those four states. Okay. Very good. Well, that's pretty That's pretty unique. It is unique. How long have you lived there? Uh, my entire life. Nice. Yes. Nice. My entire life. We're based out of out of Minneapolis, and I lived there about thir- thirteen years, mm-hmm. and grew up in Montana. So, making my way east. So you're living uh, in Montana now. Uh, living in Minneapolis, Minneapolis now. I grew up in Montana. Okay. So yeah. In fact, the the first Shishmet I ever went to was in Dallas. So. Oh really? So I spent a little, you know, a little visit to Texas. Yeah, I've never been to the one in Dallas. That's amazing. Yeah, that was. I want to say that was 2003, I think. I think it was 2003. I, I, I can't remember. I don't know why I didn't go to that one. But. Well, it seems they, they shift the conference around to you know, mm-hmm. the various destinations. And this one's a pretty central location yeah. for people, easy to get to, kind of it is. for everybody. Um, it, and I love Chicago. I do, too. To it's a great city. Are you I'm taking in sure the... I'm live here. I'm trying yeah. to take in yeah. the food and the... Yeah. Running along the riverbank, oh, that's, that's fun. It is nice having the uh, yeah. the river right right in town. Yeah, and it's so much cooler, and the humidity in Texas and the heat is still so high right now. But yeah. Just the run, I ran yesterday morning, and it was great. I was like, man, I can go further. So, <laughs> so you're a runner? Uh, I'm a wannabe. Nice. <laughs> that's me. I'm in that same kind of boat, so I can uh, I can relate. I've run off and owned. Uh, I have a group of friends that uh, we're doing the St. Jude's Half Marathon. Oh in wow, December. that's great! And uh, it will be. We've gone for several years, and I did I did the half year before last. Didn't make it last year, and so 
we're, we're doing it again this year, and um, I'm way behind schedule. Well, I would say a half marathon is more than a wannabe runner, so no, well, kudos to I'm you. I'm not sure I can make it this year. Oh, you, I did it before, ma- but... Well, you'll, you'll make we'll, it. We'll see. We'll you'll, see. You'll totally make and, it. And we always enjoy it. We go as a group, and we like to raise funds for it. Yeah. Uh, each runner, in fact, is inquired when you, required when you sign up to raise $500 for the sure. charity. And uh, it's uh, such a different event because once you, your part of the run takes you in front of the hospital itself. Oh, really? And they have kids out there oh my gosh. watching and, and you're going like, man. That's an, in, that's an inspiring. Yeah, that's an inspiring event. When you can when you can find, when you can see the finishing line in the stadium, you're like, wow. That's that's really cool. But you know, it's worth every step. Yeah, that's that's awesome. So you've done it before. Oh yeah. The same, it is, is it always a half marathon? Uh, well, there's a full marathon, a half marathon, and then a 5K okay. run. And I did the 5K one year. The first okay. year I went, I did that one, and then did the half year before last. And uh, part of the, our group does the full marathon. Okay. And they have world-class runners at this event, and they're they're beautiful. They, some of those finished the uh, marathon before I finished the half marathon. So. <laughs> you know, <laughs> it's I, kind of embarrassing. But. Well, you know, I I've run a I run a marathon back in the day, a couple marathons, and it was just my goal was to finish. Yeah. And then seeing some of the elite runners basically come out in a dead sprint. Yeah. Good morning. Finish and not die. Is my right. Goal. That's my goal. That was my goal Finish, too. Don't die. Yeah. Good morning. Hi. How are you? Hi. I'm Robert Freeman. I'm, I'm Kelly Spellman. Kelly, nice awesome. Pull up a chair. All right. We we're just talking. Chris. Chris Bevelo was presenting this morning. I don't know if you had oh, a chance okay. if you were in his session or not. No, I wasn't. What was he presenting on? Uh, branding uh, new healthcare ventures. Oh, nice. Yeah. Nice. So. Very cool. Um, so he'll be down in a little bit. But okay. Thanks, you guys, for joining. Yeah. We're, we're live right now. We're, oh, are we? Yeah, we're so just... We're, yeah, we're... right. <laughs> we've had a lot of fun. Just babbling on. Yeah, well, that's kind of that's kind of what we do. Yeah. It's, um, okay, we've great. had a lot of fun. We I don't know if you guys tune into our weekly podcast. I have listened uh, once, and so I have listened to, you know, yeah. followed the blog sure. afterwards and things like that. So I, I will now. Yeah. Okay. yeah, good, good. <laughs> well, we, you know, we just kind of riff and rant on a lot of different things. Obviously, healthcare market. Marketing, but we we digress into lots of different stuff and just have fun with it. So this is the first time we brought it to Shishmit or, or offsite from our from Minneapolis, and it's been fun. Yeah, it's pretty awesome. It's yes. fun seeing who's sitting here, yeah. and wondering what they're talking about. So how are you going to post it on? So we, yeah, so we, um, so it's streaming live. So all all people have to do is go to thinkinterval.com slash live and they can listen in. So you can actually listen in live. And then when we're not, when we're not podcasting, because we're only podcasting when the exhibit hall is open, we'll have some of the previous shows available. And then you can always, you can always listen to, listen to the the show on our, on our website, through our website uh, or through iTunes. So a couple different ways for people. Okay. You'll have to send me a link or or just remind me later on. Absolutely. As I explained to him, I have marketers, Alzheimer's disease. And <laughs> Overload. There's no room in there right. for any more. <laughs> so what's been the what's been the highlight of the the conference so far? Has it been a good conference? It's been pretty good. Yeah. So I'm speaking at eleven. Oh, so I'm a good little bit like a little. That's my mind is right there right well, now. Let's, well, let's talk about that. Let's yeah. let's keep your mind right okay. there. Okay. Yeah. I'm. We're speaking on. I'm speaking with Mike Borat from Christus Health. He's our director of e-marketing, and I do the CRM. Okay. Um, at, at the system level, and Francine is in one of the regions. But we're going to be talking about how throughout all of our regions, we really try to drive an interaction. Okay. On the web, mm-hmm. so collecting data and getting more information from people like their emails and the email marketing that we've done sure. and how we've used incentives and things like that so that's great. it should be a good presentation so that's very hopefully good. we'll have a full house and definitely people will enjoy it so we'll see yeah mike and kelly keep us grounded in our region mm-hmm. to, to help us stay focused on the crm and, and, sure. and, and you know e-marketing efforts and uh their expertise is really great for us because it takes somebody being able to chase that and mm-hmm. having the time to say, okay, this is what works, this is uh, this is how it can, can help you, and, and then giving us arguments for our C-suite to say, right. it's really much smarter to do it this <laughs> right, way, right. to put another billboard up. Right, right. Uh, no, yeah. we're, we, 
we're big big supporters of that and I should I forgot to mention a couple little ground rules for our podcast um, the one I didn't even have you guys introduce each other to on to our audience so we'll do that and then just try to speak really close to the okay. mic these mics are really good so you'll, they'll be able to pick you up but I just want to make sure people can hear you so okay. so let's start with some just really quick introductions since we just dove right in. Sure. Okay. Should so, we introduce ourselves? Yeah, you bet. Okay. Yeah. Go ahead, I'm Francine Francis, Director of Marketing Communications and Physician Relations for Christa St. Michael Health System in Texarkana, Texas. And I'm Kelly Spellman, Director of CRM for Christa's Health System. Excellent. Well, thanks you guys for joining us. This is um, a lot. We're having a lot of fun. Good. Kelly's speaking, <laughs> so that's going to be a lot of fun. And... Um, yeah, I might have to try to sneak up and take in your session. Yeah. We, it's been so busy down here that we haven't haven't taken in a lot. But the feedback we're hearing yeah. is that people are having a good time, and there are some really there's some good topics that are a little new, especially for the people that have come back, um, kind of come back year after year to, to this conference. So that's yeah. always good to Trying hear. Trying to get the more advanced sessions is good. Right. It's something that you know I think everyone's been asking for and wanting exactly. for a while. So you bet. Hello. Good morning. And our fourth partner has showed up. I'm here. How you doing? I'm here. Sorry, I just spoke. Sorry. Yeah, we heard that. We are rolling. We are on the air. Yeah. Okay. We heard that. I think Kelly makes a point that it's uh, very interesting when you go in the sessions to learn about uh, the uh, advances that we've made as a system and, mm-hmm. and feel good about hey, we're we're on the cutting edge of this or the front edge or. You know, it, it's not as good as retailers and other people, but sure. as far as healthcare, I think we're we're doing a good job of that, and yep. well, with them leading the charge. Well, yeah. that's great that you can share your successes with others. Mm-hmm. Uh, think, Kelly speaking yeah. at eleven on oh, CRM, wow. so just talking about her, uh, what she's going to be discussing and sharing. Right, you guys have pretty amazing stories to tell. Don't we you? have some fun stories to tell. I mean, just on the whole web, inter- you know, integration with CRM and what we're tracking and driving people to some kind of a form and collecting their data and finding out like even Francine has like a little new mover first aid kit and we can show like that just how many people have called and gotten that kit how many people have come in for a visit and just you know little things like that so we're trying to do those little things add up those little things add up Mm -hmm. they do Mm -hmm. that's just talking or talking yeah (laughs) I know you guys have such a great um bevy of evidence you're not just doing it, you're doing it in a pretty comprehensive way, aren't you? We are. I mean, and I think you'll see that in the session, at least the everything we're doing from emails to the direct mails, the pay-per-click ads that we're doing, and how it's one campaign using all those different media right. to drive the same thing, but reaching out to people and getting them to interact. So it's really exciting. I think we still have the challenges, and I think Francine can probably speak to this the most, of really like (laughs) harnessing and keeping our c-suites very focused on the right kind of marketing and advertising to do and we spend a lot of time still helping our regions with that i mean even like i think it was two weeks ago i got an email from one of our marketers in louisiana and she got a call from the new coo or the new cfo in their region who wanted to do a quality campaign throughout the city and all that they want to do is they want wherever they look, they want to see something about quality for this hospital. And so she's, you know, calling me and saying, "What can I do? How can I make this targeted? And how do I even fight against this?" So it's really frustrating. It's never ending, isn't it? Oh, it, it's just amazing. And I will show. Uh, you know, we're working on a new strategic plan and trying to revamp it and have more of it, you know, demonstrate the CRM efforts and that and, you know, go to the C-suite, show it to them. They're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I, but can you go to the mall and put a banner up? (laughs) (laughs) Okay. I'm making some progress here, but uh, we still have those challenges. uh, We talked about this. We probably talked about this with every guest. Really? Everybody works in the system. And it's the idea that marketing equals visibility. So when they see it, you're a great marketer. But if they don't see it, exactly. what are you doing? You must not be doing anything. And so much of what you're talking about is invisible unless you go find it or you're the target audience. That's the point. Yeah. Right. It should be invisible to your chief surgeon because <laughs> you don't need him or her to see it. But then you've got to you know, take the extra steps to like, 
make it visible internally. Well, you just gave me another, you know, some more ammunition to remind, and, and I've read your book. In fact, I reviewed it on the plane that Joe Public doesn't care about yes, your yes. hospital, and I was re-reviewing it on the plane when Kelly told me about this, and I said, you know, I just love this book. There's, I just, I wish I'd said this. I wish I'd said this. And, uh, because you're right, the invisibility to some of the markets, and you're going, but, and they'll say, but, you know, competitor B does this and this and this and I, I finally said competitor B's ox is in the ditch why do we want to do that same <laughs> that's thing right. that's my, that's that's my what favorite I say. saying whenever you know. I talk I talk on Joe Public all the time mm-hmm. and one of my points is the me to marketing which yes. is the book oh, and I yes. usually talk about about three quarters of the way through and I say you know you, sh- you should want to lead not follow their strategies and, and goals are different than yours but most of all after everything I've just said the last people you should benchmark for effective marketing are your peers so if they're doing something, it's probably, you should applaud it, right? If you see them doing a multi-million dollar billboard <laughs> campaign, right. you should applaud it because they're throwing their money out the window. Absolutely. Yeah, right? Absolutely. And that's something, uh, I did a presentation at Com Council for Christmas Health the other day, and, and we knew that we were uh, both promoting heart services at the time, and we were trying to do some branding and then get tied into some more direct marketing. And, and some of the you know tactics that that Kelly guides us in, and one thing we did learn is that we knew our competitor outspent us tremendously with the billboards, with the targeting, like, and 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 still we have a, a much larger share of the market. That's and so great. I'm going see see see, <laughs> and they're going yes, but can you put a billboard? Right. Yeah. <laughs> that is okay. awesome. I, yes. I agree with yeah. everything you just yeah. said. Yeah. Now, can we still get a billboard? Yeah, yeah. It's pretty amazing. Yeah. It is. And well, Francine's really doing a good job with her marketing plan. I think you know we're as a system we have not always done marketing plans across the system and we're trying to get everyone to do one. They're not all in the same format yet, but hey, we're each getting one. And the other thing that Francine's doing is really saying I need to get three measurable campaigns out the door in the next year and she's using that to take to her C-suite and say remember this is what I'm doing this is what we need to focus on it doesn't say billboard right (laughs) and we've also set up system-wide metrics that you know and we're tracking like 25 different things really we're keying in on like four or five main things but the whole 25 gives everybody a sense of what everybody else is doing so it's kind of bringing everybody up together and not everybody's at the highest point on every measurement but at least everyone can see what we're all doing and we're all learning from each other then too so that's been really cool and helpful as well yeah yeah that education piece is huge and if you can do that while you're actually doing the right kind of marketing Mm -hmm. that's that's great it's really exciting and i think it's kind of evolutionary because we had marketing plans and then you know we would succumb to know that you need to do this know that you need to do that and they're helping us get stronger grow our backbones and say okay we are going to stick to this marketing plan and yes I'll get the billboard up you know <laughs> but really trying to focus most of our time energy and funding on that and um just trying to say, you know, we can be so much more effective with what budget you've given us if you let us do this. And that's, we're showing you that in the numbers of the market share and the ROI through the CRM campaigns and right, that sort right, of thing. Right. So. Mm-hmm. But that back, that having that backbone is it's hard, you know, and it's it good is. that you guys have a team that's all working yes. together to support each it other to, to be able to focus energy on the right yeah. thing. So that's huge. We're, we're starting, too, at the system level. with We have a new VP of marketing, Preston Gee, just joined Christus Health recently. And so he's working with um, our operations leadership group and all the CFOs to really quantify marketing and the liaison program that we just developed to really say, like, this is why we matter and this is what we can do and we're key to driving business and all that. So as we, at my level and Mike's level, um, who I'm speaking with at 11, as we work with people like Francine, Preston's coming from the top and trying to get it them, you know, to realize the message. And right. It's a challenge, so working at all angles. <laughs> right, it's never-ending. Right. It's really never-ending. Yeah, it, that's yeah. the absolute It's getting truth. better, but it's, yeah. it is, I often say it's like Sisyphus pushing the rock up. You push that rock up, and the next day it rolls back down. You just got to yeah. keep pushing it. I oh, think you're right. I like it with, right. with Francine always talks about chasing rabbits and how she 
Chrissy Yeo will come just open the cage <laughs> and the rabbits go flying around. And she's trying to grab them yes. and put them back in the cage and keep them there. Yeah. <laughs> Herding cats and chasing rabbits simultaneously is what we feel like some days. And, and, you know, like going from being in a play where I was... Uh, who was I last, last week? week Ethel, right? Ethel, yes. And this was what? Um, I love it. For I love what Lucy. Group? Uh, yeah, oh. our rehab hospital has an annual reunion, yeah, and yeah. I, I get a starring role every year. I don't know why, but uh, <laughs> this year, thank God, I only had three lines because I did not have time to memorize it more than that. And, uh, so just you know, those are the roles that we incorporate into, right. and d- depending on the size of your your market. And ours is still uh, very. We still have to be very community involved. We're still very much sure. supporters of the Chamber of Commerce, and right. and, and uh, we have uh, Texas A&M branch in Texarkana as well as in Texarkana College and other community college. We're very involved in all those activities because being seen as a strong community partner is also very important for right. us. But then you know. Let's still go back to let's target and focus. Focus. Yeah, yeah. Yep, yep, and not chase rabbits and, <laughs> and not do the same thing that someone does when their ox is in the ditch. And that's my favorite saying. Their ox is in the ditch. Why do I want to do that? <laughs> that is good. Yeah, I haven't heard that one before. Yeah. A lot of animal metaphors. Uh, yes. It's, it's it is Texas. from Texas. Yeah. Yeah. That's, right. Yeah. That's right. This That's is right. coming from someone who used to have a pig at her house. Yeah. Really? Yes. Well, how did, what, tell us the story of that. Was that intentional? Yeah, well, not, not intentional on my part. Uh, my, some of my son's friends were hog hunting. And okay. uh, they uh, actually apparently killed the mother and she had a bunch of little babies so they brought the babies to my house I live out and have 13 acres and so one of them survived and so he lived at my house for a while and he got really big but he would think he, he was getting your lap like he thought he was a dog. No and way. Get, yeah. Wow. <laughs> They're really smart, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But then he got shot by the game warden. What? Yeah. It was oh. sad because he got out of his pen. Yeah. And during the middle of the night, he was running down the road in front of my house. And now why you would stop your car and get out if you're it's 1 in the morning and, and check out this pig that he... He apparently ran this woman up on top of her car, and she called the police from on top of her car. <laughs> wow, this sounds like made-for-movie type is. stuff. It is, and so the, the game warden shot my pig. Oh, yeah. my God. still missing. What was his name? Walter. That's Walter. a good... Now, isn't Walter the pig in Charlotte's Web? I think... I can't remember. Wilbur. Wilbur. No, no, this one was Walter. (laughs) Because he was special. Yeah. Charlotte's Web was one of the most boring movies I've ever seen in my time. I still remember that from being a kid, how boring that movie was. I don't think I ever saw it. The book was good. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah, the book, I would agree. Yeah. There's just enough action for me as a five-year-old boy, apparently. Yes. Yeah, I can see that. (laughs) I kind of snoozed a little bit through... um, it's cloudy with meatballs too. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Two, number two. Yeah. The first one is very good. It is good, but I was just tired. Yeah. And so kind of was like, didn't have enough Diet Coke that day and I just yeah, kind yeah, of drifted yeah. off a little bit a couple of times, you know. Oh, now, are you yeah. speaking as well with Kelly? Or is it just no. Kelly? No. Mike We're going to sit in the back and heckle. Nice. <laughs> nice. Yes. You have signs you can hold Yes. Up. They're going to all hold up those little prairie dogs yeah. and like, <laughs> like teasing us all in the back. No, um, Mike Forat, for, he's our director of eHealth or eMarketing, yeah. so he's going to be speaking with me. So it's two cool. of us together. Very nice. Yep. And so are you guys going to the aquatic networking thing yes. tonight? Yes, we are. Are we? Yes. Oh, okay. Yes, you are. We're okay. going <laughs> to yeah. Francine keeps texting keeps saying, me. what are we doing? Where, where, where are we going? What are we doing? What are we doing? Like a short break. How long are we on? Who's coming? I can't yeah. even keep track. Yeah. Yeah. It's well, good. Thanks for the opportunity to do this. It's been really fun. Oh, yeah. We appreciate yes. it. Thanks for Glad you guys, guys. Did you see your Thank friend you. Justin over there? Yes, we saw Justin. Hi, Justin. I'm excited. I'm excited. I haven't seen Justin in a long time, so it was really good to see him. Yeah. He's, yeah, he's strong but silent. Yeah. I'm Justin's <laughs> replacement. You can't see this on no. the podcast, no. but I can do the neck. Can try the neck. <laughs> we learned a lot about Justin last night. Did you? We learned that Justin Rodriguez from Vanguard um, <laughs> has attended a Guar concert, which I don't know what that is. Nice. But a what oh, concert? A Guar concert where they throw blood and have monsters on stage. Wow. Do you want to introduce yourself? Sure. Here, I'll let you sit. 
Hey, uh, I'm Justin Rodriguez from uh, Vanguard Health Systems, the director of CRM. Kelly's giving up her mark. Well, thanks, guys. Good luck, Kelly. Thank you. What time? What time are you speaking? We're, on, Lee. we're always on. What time is it? Can I just look? Oh, sure. Ten nineteen. Hi. We're on the air. Oh, we're on the air. That's and you are. So hi, Ashley. Hi. I'm Ashley McDonald. I think I've met you briefly before. Yeah, I think so too. That's right. We spoke afterwards, yes. didn't we? We're on live. We're on yeah. the internet. So now it's all up. Okay. So is you tell someone people, else Orly, You must tell people like. <laughs> Nice to see you again. All right, so Justin, yes. Guar, Guar, explain to people. Guar, 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 Guar. Now you gotta speak into the mic. Okay, close. there you go. Don't be scared of it. No, no, not, never. <laughs> uh, it's a rock band that has very theatrical uh, props and blood and monsters, and it's just a big show. And it's basically the most interesting concert I've ever been to in my life. Yeah, so, that sounds yeah. like yeah. Now, when was this? Like last week? No. <laughs> it was about six years ago. Okay. Okay. That's good. Wow, I've never even heard of that. Have you, Francine? I have not. I, did, I have to think about Willie Nelson. You know, Willie Nelson came to Texarkana about 30 years ago, and he's coming back after all these wow. years to Texarkana. Yep. Love nice. Willie Nelson. Of course, he could barely stand up on stage at the time, yeah. but, you know, whatever. So we were we were talking last night, and we were going around. We went out to dinner, and the icebreaker was something interesting or your first concert. Justin combined the two, but do you remember your first concert? Who that was? Who you went and saw? Man, I think it might have been Three Dog Night. Nice. Oh, nice. that's good. That's a great band. Yeah, and oh, we had them in Texarkana last year for our gala, our annual gala. Of course, not all original members, right, right, too. Right, right. and they were older than I am, so it was kind of like, <laughs> wow. But they did a great job. We had a lot of fun I love with them. That's, that's good. So, Robert, what's yours? I, I mine? Know it, but I so, so I have to preface it with I grew up in rural Montana, so everything was country music, which you could appreciate in Texas, yeah, I'm sure. Yeah. And so my first concert was a, a little county fair where it was Brooks and Dunn, but it was Brooks and Dunn like their wow. first year when they first got together. So this little little small town booked them. And then they blew up with their wow. Boots, yeah. and Boogie song. Yeah. Well, but they but they but they came back. They still came to this little town and from there they went on to big bigger and better things. But so I gotta see Brooks and Dunn like wow. right out of the gates. I mean that's, that's awesome. it. Yeah. Yeah. They had a good Yeah, they had a good a good career. And I'm I not always, sure about this gore or whatever. G W A R. G W A R. Google yeah. it. You know. I'm, I'm not sure about that, but you know, I'm pretty well, open to a lot of things. Stay away from it, but yeah, I was I was invited to the concert. And so, did you get blood on you when they yes, threw I it did. out? Yes, oh, I did. Really? Yes, I did. Wow. Real I was, blood? I was, I, no, no, it's okay. stage blood. But it's all it's all stage yeah. theatrics, and and they just basically it's very inappropriate for children under 17. And, uh, <laughs> okay. What about old people? We might have heart attacks. Uh, you know. No, actually, there were some old people in there too. So. <laughs> older, older. Yeah. There you go. Wow. I don't know if I'd see that even if I was invited, now that you've described it. I love heavy metal. Love it. Seen them all. Motley Crue, ACDC, but never had blood thrown at me. You, it's actually pretty funny yeah. to, to, to just watch it all. It's just so over the top yeah, that yeah. you're just kind of like, what am I seeing? What am I experiencing? <laughs> so We'll have to look up on YouTube. Now we can actually see it without uh, yeah. going to see it. Yeah. Absolutely. Very, you piqued my interest. Yes. You know, with the heavy metal, the, uh, my dad, who is very hard of hearing... Uh, before he passed a couple of years ago, lived with me, and and he would take his hearing aids that night, and he had this little uh, a track tape player that wow. uh, he would turn on and lay on the bed next. Now I don't think he could really see hear the music except, but I, he would play uh, Led Zeppelin on this, you know, and and here he is, like eighty six years old, eighty eight years old, playing Led Zeppelin, booming it, <laughs> rocking my house because he couldn't hear it. Right, right, guys. And I would come in. Who doesn't like the Levy Brooks? And I just so as yeah, like my neighbors. Fortunately, my neighbors don't live too closely, but 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 sometimes I could hear my house rocking with Led Zeppelin. Oh they That's thought it was nice. me all this time, and it was my dad. Oh, well, you're just gonna blame on your dad. Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. yeah. I, I would. I got to blame him for everything, <laughs> just like fair. you do your kids. You know, you can either blame your kids or your parents. Yes, that's fair. Is Very what fair. I do. Don't you? Yeah. yeah. I, no I think. Oh, I take the blame yeah. a lot of times. So. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. so, what are you guys doing for the rest of the day? You're gonna go see other sessions. We're gonna go. Uh, Listen to Kelly and Mike. I yeah. am. Are you going to that I one? Love it. And we're gonna, to we're Mike's. gonna, you know, 
make fun and stuff and make, try to make them laugh. And no, That's we good. won't really do that probably. And then I think we're going to get pizza for lunch somewhere. Pizza. Uh, I don't know the pizza place. Starts with a G. Gianni's. Yes, Gino's. maybe that's it. Giardino's. Yeah, something. I think that's what delivery. we're doing. And uh, then we're going to have some more sessions, and then we're going to the Aqua event yes. thing tonight. And I don't know what else. That's and a pretty I'm cool day. I get to early in the morning, unfortunately, because I've got to oh. be back for a meeting, so I don't get to hear all of tomorrow's sessions. Same here. Justin, yeah. when, do you, when do you go back? Tomorrow morning. Oh, um, early? Uh, not too early. No, I, I took a, a nine o'clock flight, so uh, it's like, like seven or eight o'clock in the morning. So, yeah. oh, that's good. I'm gonna have some fun tonight. Yeah, tonight should be fun. Okay, <laughs> me too. And, and I know Francine's gonna be my partner in crime yeah. because she, the last time we were here, she she really got me into a lot of trouble. So I'm looking oh, forward wow. to it again. All right. <laughs> Every time I turned around, she was like, "Hey, what's up?" <laughs> <laughs> I like it. It's like so you're we still were dancing. Out. We had fun dancing. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. We love to dance. And, and, and there's talk of karaoke tonight. Yes. Oh, really? I don't know if I can make it up for that. I, yeah, you can. No, I don't. I, we'll see. I'm going to do some gore karaoke. Oh, <laughs> oh, oh, oh. <laughs> All right. Chris is back. He's in. He's in. I got to see that. Oh, uh, yeah, I'm coming to that. <laughs> no doubt. No doubt. Oh, man. So, what's next? We got concurrent session at 11, is that right? 11 yes. o'clock. Yeah. What time is it now? I have no idea the it's, time. At 10.25. Is it? Okay. Yeah. And do we have somebody coming about 10.30, Jackie? Okay. We do. Awesome. Okay. So, so the there's a non-stop guest. We'll get right to give our mics to them. And yes. Yeah. That's mm-hmm. right. So you guys missed it, but Francine is training for a half marathon coming really? up. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Again, I said it's really sad because I'm way behind. It's getting a little nerve-wracking because I should be at about six or seven miles in this point, and I'm only at three. But I could have run more here because yeah. it's so much cooler than, mm-hmm. than in Texas. Yeah. For St. Jude's, I'm doing that one again, yeah. you know, two years ago. And, mm-hmm. and, and Justin just did a CrossFit competition. Hey, nice. <laughs> That's another thing I learned about Justin last night is that he can do a headstand on a boogie board, right? A paddleboard. A paddleboard. paddleboard. Wow. I can do a handstand on a paddleboard. In the That's water. impressive. That's, That's yeah, ridiculous. Wow, I didn't know that. I went yes, to a headstand and into a handstand yeah. in, in the water on a paddleboard. Wow. So. That that's some strength there. Hey, I'm, I'm all about surprises. I can sit on a paddleboard. I can really do that. Yeah, yeah, I can sit on that. <laughs> so the paddleboard phenomenon has kind of taken off this year. It seems yeah. at least in Minneapolis, everybody's paddleboarding. You know, in Austin and San Antonio, it's just exploded. Uh, Ladybird Lake and you know downtown Austin is just they have all these companies. Just they're no longer. Um, Renting out kayaks, it's yeah. paddleboards. Really? Yeah, paddleboards. Everyone. And what do you do? Just paddle around and stand up? Oh, with the, do you have a stick? Yeah. Okay, yeah, paddle. Yeah. <laughs> I've seen that in Minneapolis. Not kind there. A, and it's kind of a core workout, or just yeah, yeah, it's actually balancing core. Yeah. And, you know, it's a little Balance. more engaging than just a sitting in a kayak. Yeah. Right. Right. And uh, you just get a whole bunch of friends together, and you all go out and just kind wow. of hang out and take in the sun. So why do you stand on your head? <laughs> hey, it was a dare. Just be, oh, okay. It, it was a dare. Okay, and you, and you did it. And I did it. Yeah, we want a paddleboard. We haven't done that yet. You should do it. And then he did a shot of tequila while he yeah. was standing on his head. That was the impressive part. Don't tell me how we even How we even lifted the shot glasses. Yeah. I was the actually doing a high stand on a paddleboard. That's what I was actually trying to do. Oh. Oh. That's a heavy-duty paddleboard. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if you have it there. So, did you have another boat too, so that you have, you could like sit on the boat and then rest and then go out? Just went out. Okay. Well, you've got to have something where you have your ice chest and your food and stuff. You, know? you go out and come back in. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. How far? Just around. Can't you just have a yeah. canoe that you tow along with you and put all the? You could. You, can. you, could. you, you know, it would be a lot easier just to get a boat and throw some coolers in it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, that or you know, we always do the old standby of tubing. Yeah, you know, yeah. Just yeah. Tubing, tie it up together, tie it up tubing. together, and just yeah. kind of float down the Guadalupe or Camal in Texas and stuff like that. So, so t- how much did you never tell me how much did you end up lifting your team for the CrossFit competition? I'm embarrassed to even look. Wow. <laughs> You had to lift your team. <laughs> <laughs> They're no, I, I, was, I was in a cross, CrossFit competition this past weekend, and it was a uh, what's called the Olympics the jerk. Yeah, yeah. Where yeah. you throw a, a weight above your head and stabilize it, and then you 
Yeah. Drop it. Drop it. Yeah, yeah. I did 275 pounds of wow. one So, um, uh, our team, we placed pretty well out of 36 teams on that event. We placed 15th. So we put wow, up a lot of weight, So it was fun. I'm familiar with that at the gym I go to because I'm in my nice, peaceful place working out, and all of a sudden there's just the biggest crash ever. And oh, bamming, yeah. Throwing their barbell down from seven feet in the air. I'm like, okay. Yeah, I another another phenomenon that's yes. really hit it CrossFit. It is. Yeah. It's just everywhere now. Yeah. It's, the number of affiliate gyms that are popping up across the United States is amazing. Yeah. It's really a growth story that should be examined. Yeah. Honestly, from a business perspective, of how fast it's grown within just a short time right. frame. So, yeah. what are the other events that you, in the CrossFit competition? It wasn't just lifting. No, right? it was it was uh, wads where you do uh, pull ups and double unders and thrusters and you know running really fast and you know running really fast for how far for how long? A quarter mile. Yeah, you could. You could. It actually gives some good, good training, cross training for your marathon. So, I might could run. I don't think I want to swing jerk or whatever it's called. It's Two hundred seventy-five pounds. But I don't know. Don't then, want to do that. Do you guys have either of you have the wrist monitors? I don't. Oh, he's got a neat watch. watch. The pebble. Oh, that's right. You told me you showed me that last night. I want that. Yeah. So it's called the Pebble Watch, and what it does is that it connects and syncs via Bluetooth to your either Android or iPhone device, and you can get uh, text messages, emails, um, caller ID. You can control your music. So if you're playing uh, music on your iPhone in the other room, connected to your speakers, all you have to do is just. Oh, nice. Uh, toggle your playlist and stop, start nice. and stop and everything. It also has a GPS system on it, so you can run with it. And um, it's great. So I know that watch. stuff is coming from Apple, reportedly, and, and Samsung as well, but I've never seen one. I haven't either. Pebble. That's nicely designed, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I tried to... Oh, they have them in red. Yeah, they, red, yellow, red. white, uh, oh, orange. So. Uh, right now, colors. my running watch is a plastic watch that I got at Walmart that was like $7 and it has four little buttons and it has the stop and the start no distance or anything I just it just like you know I run and press the button and I can't yep. see well enough when I'm running anyway because I don't run with my glasses and so all I need to do is press the button at the end and then when I get through running I can put my glasses on and see how far there I went that's, yeah. how, that's, that's how sophisticated that's I am right now with it so I usually try to run with people that have their garments or whatever. So that we, That's him. Did yeah. you have something? What do you have? Yeah. Well, I actually use uh, uh, Map My Run on my phone, which is oh. kind of like a Garmin using yeah. the GPS. And, yeah. and you can stop and start yeah. if you stop at a stoplight. It tracks your distance and speed. And Matter of fact, this has a, a, a connection to RunKeeper. Okay. So yeah. you can do RunKeeper on your, on your Pebble watch. Cool. Yeah. And they're about to sell them on, at Best Buy. Yeah. So right now they're just order online, but they're going to start selling them at Best oh, okay. Buy and be able to pick it up at any The proliferation of these health and wellness oriented gadgets and tools is amazing. Yeah, it is. It's amazing. It's all good. I think it's all good. Yeah. So I, I don't. I don't own a, a health oriented gadget yet. I no don't either. No pedometer. Yet. No watch. No nothing. Other than the, Just my the, phone. the, the plastic stopwatch thing. That yeah. <laughs> it's so sophisticated. People are so impressed if they see. They're like, oh, she's very serious. You know? <laughs> she's a serious runner. She's got a red plastic watch. Yes. 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 <laughs> Well, thank you for stopping by, you guys. Thank yeah. you so yeah. much. We appreciate you having us. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Enjoy uh, reading your next book, too. I will. It's coming out, I've said this now three times in about six months. Okay. So hopefully one of these times I'll mean it. I've got, I'm, I'm about 20% of the way through. I understand. Yeah, it just takes some time. It does. It does. But it'll be good. Good. Sure. Just yeah. give us some more... Uh, Information that we can use as arguments with our, you know, oh, I, I'd love with, to argue. With our C-suite. So that's oh, yeah. Yes, yes, yes. Keep on fighting the good yeah. fight. That's right. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. We'll absolutely do that. That's well, fine. thank you so much. Yes, yeah, thanks for coming to meet you. Guys. Great chatting with you. Thank you so awesome. much. Appreciate it. And we'll see you around today and tonight at the Aquatics. Okay. Definitely. Okay. All right. And maybe later. Maybe karaoke. Some karaoke. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see you. All right. Take care, guys. There goes Brandon, our next guest. He just turned down the aisle. So, so I'm so sorry how, I was late. No, I'm sorry. How was the presentation? Great. The, the presentation Melissa and I did uh, was full house. People stuck around to the Excellent. end. 
great questions. It's obviously something we're talking about branding new ventures like ACOs. It's obviously yeah. something that everybody's dealing with at some level. So yeah, that's great. Chris Boyer, filling in the gaps. Our next. Hola. Guest. How are you? Good. I'm just buffer. Nice. You're what? I'm the buffer. You're the buffer until your next guest comes around. Normally, people don't want to see a buffering notice on their phone or. Audio. I'm like the spinning wheel, uh, pinwheel. Yes. <laughs> That's what I am. I'm the spinning pinwheel of the podcast. So, so Chris, you were in Chris Boyer. You were in Chris Bevelo's session. We were just talking about that. Yeah, it was what was really your take good. from a, an attendee's was, perspective? From an attendee's perspective. So, first of all, I mean, you know, Bevelo talks a lot about the master brand. He's the brand master. I mean, here's your ten dollars. There you go. <laughs> I mean, it was really interesting. First of all, the way the way the session was set up, I thought it was really really good. Um, setting it up, the different levels of brand architecture, the brand hierarchy, and then doing the analysis on the different ACOs that are out there, and then coming to this realization um, was was really fascinating for us because particularly for me, um, I'm working in a health system which went about it the entirely different way, the wrong way, I would say. And we have some big challenges ahead of it. Uh, it's, having that thought and that framework around a brand a brand architecture is really, really important to do. And people are so want to just create a new name and go off into the market and do their own thing. Um, and we're suffering with that. You know, Today, we launched our North Shore LIJ Health Systems Care Connect insurance product. Right. You know, and it has a whole separate web identity and it has a whole separate thing. And it's disconnected. It's not. It's fragmented from within internal systems. This morning, I've been dealing with a lot of questions about. Wait, my the physician's contacting me. My data on this website is different than the data on on your website. Why is that happening? And it's because it's two separate entities, right? Two separate organizations. Sure. And it just makes it more challenging. Uh, am I, I mean, sitting in? Are you? No, you're coming? fine. Okay. He's here, but keep yeah. Talking. Okay. Well, I mean, I don't want to give up. But anyway, so the point was when I saw it, it was really refreshing to see that you could take a very complex situation and that when approaching it the right way, you can actually break it down in a in you know in a way that's actually sustainable and you can sure. actually go to market right. with it. I was really refreshed. It was refreshing to see. Well, good. good. Yeah. So anyway, I, uh, your Thanks buffer, your pinwheel buffer. is ending. Your people are here, so well, I'll be back later today. We'll talk later today about some other things. Yes, we will. Absolutely. Looking forward to having you back. Okay. All right. Good. See you, you, my friend. Jessica and Brandon, come approach the microphone. Approach. Do not be afraid. (laughs) Okay. Okay. We are live on the internet. There are hundreds of thousands of people tuned in, Brandon. So just tens of people. Tens of thousands. (laughs) Just in the Chicago area. So speak into the microphone, and first of all, introduce yourself. I'm Brandon Edwards, the CEO at Revive Health. And Brandon, how long have we known each other? A year? Uh, A little more than that, yeah. yeah, Yeah. yeah. Of for much longer, but known each other for about a year. So we have collaborated, Interval and Revive have collaborated on some efforts, and they're... What's the best way to describe what you do? And then, PR, I was going to say collaborated means I, I do what you say and enthusiastically <laughs> follow your recommendations. No, no, no. Revives a, um, revives a strategic communications firm, which means we really focus on PR, internal communications, uh, community relations, sort of the spectrum of communications outside of advertising in particular. Right. And it, what's great is that our firm, Interval, you know, doesn't have that capacity, that mm-hmm. expertise. And so there's so many opportunities that require... A little bit of brand perspective, some interactive perspective. You know, we're not big fans of advertising ourselves, mm-hmm. though we've done it. Um, but the complementary nature of what we both do, plus Brandon and I, I mean, kind of simpatico. We're, we're a little simpatico on things. <laughs> so, and now you spoke, or have you spoke yet? No, I speak tomorrow morning. I'm on a nine o'clock session with one of our longtime clients. Okay. And, and we- uh, I did one of the roundtable facilitations yesterday, which was, I'm sure, torture for the people at my roundtable. <laughs> what was your topic yesterday at the roundtable? Well, they had a sort of a different approach. They did um, one of these you know, live series of poll questions where they tabulated the responses, and you did sort of a five minute discussion, and then you voted. And so everybody had the same topics. The thing that our group was particularly interested in was how um, how payment was really driving more behavior change than technology or innovation driving mm-hmm. behavior change, oh. which was kind of an interesting turn for the table to take. Yeah, yeah. So. That's pretty deep. Yeah. For a round table. I know, for five minutes especially. Usually it's oh, like, wow. you know, what's the best way to print your newsletter? Yeah. <laughs> we were lucky. We had a, a, we had a couple really, really terrific dynamic people at the table, and it just got the conversation started. Oh, that's good. I don't know that anybody had dessert. That's how into the conversation well, we were. That's good. That's, that's good. good. It's, it's, this is the first year we've ever exhibited. And, you know, we said if we're going to exhibit, we're going to do it our way, which is why we're podcasting and not giving away pens. 
But when you exhibit... I need a pen, though, if you could get some. I've got some pens. <laughs> when you exhibit, you pretty much miss everything. Yeah. You do, yeah. and it's unfortunate because over the last few years, I've come to... I use this mainly for networking, and so I've missed a lot of the content as it is. Sure. So this year, annoyingly, I'm like, this time I'm really going to go. And I had circled all my things. I had them on my calendar. Yeah. And then... I got here. I'm like, no, can't really do it. Now you're going to be so, podcasting. Missing the lunches, missing the general assembly tomorrow because this ends today, mm-hmm. right? It's afternoon. Oh, okay. So the exhibit hall. So tomorrow morning, I'm going to not yours, but one that somebody has one equally good. valued yeah. their brand. Not too uh-huh. far from the University of Kentucky, uh-huh. yep. Boston, uh, which I I can't wait to hear how they've done that. Um, but that I think will be the only piece of content. I you know, it's interesting you mentioned that about exhibiting because we were just walking around, and and I think there's. Um, there's an absolutely an important role exhibits like this play in conferences, right? Especially for people who are true vendors, and I don't mean that in a in a negative way, right? Vendors in the sense of technology providers, and right. uh, but I think that for firms like ours, and I think for firms like Interval as well, you're really positioned more as a strategic partner. And the minute that I go stand in a booth, not yes. doing what you're doing, but if I stand in a booth and I wait for people to come talk to me, I'm a vendor. If I'm, if I'm talking to people, if I'm doing what you're doing, if I'm engaging people and having conversation and sharing ideas, to me, that's the right position I prefer. And that's what clients will want. It's the same thing to me as cold calling. Yeah. You know, like where you're, or you send, you send like a mail route and you cold call. If, and this sounds, sounds arrogant, but that's the <laughs> If you need to cold call people and knock on their doors, you haven't built your brand the right way. Because if you built your brand the right way, they will come to you because you offer something that they value and that they see is different. And that's how it, goes. I mean, that's how we get all right. our clients. They come to us. They've read the book. They've read the podcast. They've yeah. seen me speak. They agree with what our point of view is, yeah. which not everybody does, and that's fine. And then we work with them. Right. And I think that's that's why we've never done this either. It's sort of the uh, the reverse of the age-old quote, right? I wouldn't want to join any club that would have me as a member. Right. Exactly. Right? I, want, <laughs> right. I, o- I only want a client who recognizes the value of what we're doing, shares a certain common viewpoint. Yeah, I think so. so. It's, I mean, it's, it's really just, important. Life's too short. Yep. It is. And it, it can be tough. And, you know, we've got really strong views, as you're aware. Sure. And, but we're also realistic that there's no hospital health system that can follow what we're preaching 100%. You just can't do it. Yeah, the political absolutely. pressure is too much. But if you can do it 75% of the time, then fantastic. Even 50% of the time, at least if you're progressing upwards. Mm-hmm. So, you know, we're just... We want to make sure that when we work with clients and we produce work is work we believe in. So what's the most uh, controversial or arrogant or arrogant thing someone said since they've been sitting at the microphone for the today? last couple days? Yeah, today or uh, since whenever you whenever you fired up the mics. The most controversial, there is something, but I can't think of what it was. Well, it's the, I wouldn't call it controversial, but most interesting, we had a guest, Francine, who had a pig. Who had a what? House. I'm sorry. She had a pig, a pig in her house. house. Oh, I thought you meant with her. I was going to say yeah. that's no, no, that, that would be register something. the pig. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so, that's not the most controversial. It's a reduced though. fee. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I don't know what the most controversial, arrogant thing is. That's a great. Question. What's the most controversial, arrogant thing that you've thought since you've been sitting here? Did I thought? <laughs> oh boy, I want to I hear this. I think, I think actually we just expressed it yeah. a little bit ago about why we don't normally, why we're not here. Yeah. It's kind of yeah. a weird, cyclical, redundant, oxymoron something. But here we are sitting saying, you know, it doesn't make sense yeah. here. But that's why we're doing this. Right. That's why we're podcasting yep. because, I mean, we're content marketing. That's our. That's one of our key. Well, you're, you're, you're creating a ton of content sitting that's right here, doing. right? Yeah. There's a couple of really interesting people here, too. I don't know. I mean, I assume you've walked the floor at some point. But, like, yeah. Conifer was here. And Conifer, that, yeah. it was one of those, not not to pick on him, but I, yeah. guess, I guess I can. Um, it wasn't intuitive to me why they were here. And that all patient experience. And there right. was, I mean, it's sort of interesting. The players I'm seeing on the floor are less sort of pure play marketing vendors and seem to be as much much around the strategy side of the SHSMD piece than it is the, the traditional marketing focus. I, I, I don't know. I bet if you quantified it, you'd still have more that is... Oh, probably right. still more, but just, just there was, more, I guess there yeah. was just, to me, surprising people that showed up where yes, I'm like, yes, yes. I would not have expected that, and right. I, I get it once I read their, the way they're positioned in the in yeah, the yeah. venue, but yeah, yeah it's, it's, an int- it's an interesting show, for sure. It is, it is, and every year there's more and more agencies. I mean, healthcare is just this big, fat target out there. Yeah. Especially when the economy went to the crapper. Healthcare still is growing as an industry, even though the rest of the economy is suffering. So you have everybody just moving toward it. Yeah. Right? And I get that, but at some at, at some level, you have to understand the business. You can't just hang a shingle out and say, well, now we're focused on healthcare. Yeah. So, and I wonder, it, it also I wonder when people, you know, if you're an agency and you're a generalist and you say, well, Healthcare is the biggest part of our economy, and they're making money, and all the money's there, so I'm going to go there. When they come into our part of the world, 
it's not like we're, you know, swimming in cash on the hospital provider side. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> you know, so I wonder once they get in there, like, you know, this might, it must be yeah. somewhere else. Pharmaceuticals, yeah. yes, med payers, right. maybe. Payers, maybe even. Yeah, right. Yeah, I mean, we're, we are, as a firm, focused strictly in providers at this point. We have been for 10 years. Mm-hmm. I know you guys go beyond that, though, right? We do. We do um, really across the spectrum of health services. So working in the provider sector with hospitals, health systems, physician groups, specialty providers, in other parts of health services, and in HIT. So really the, the you know, providers and the companies that sell to providers. Right, right. Um, really don't do uh, payer work other than some provider-owned health plans, which are increasing in numbers. Yes, I guess that's yes, sort of yes, convenient. Yes. Uh, but there's, as you well know, there's a, a little bit of dynamic tension between the funding of health care and the delivery of health care. Oh, a little bit. Uh, and so it's a little <laughs> bit like picking between Republican and Democrat, right? Yep, yep, you, yep. You, you, <laughs> some people can go back and forth. I don't know if we're clever enough to go back and well, forth. Well, and I think, it's, I think they're very different markets, very different. I mean, sure. I would say maybe not the payer side, but providers compared to pharmaceutical. Yeah. You might as well be talking about providers compared to the auto industry. I mean, it's sure. a different business model. They're far more advanced from a marketing standpoint. Real life consumerism there too, yeah, I think, yeah. which is different really yeah. from the from the services delivery. Very different. It's that product oriented, all that kind of stuff. So, yeah. so it's different. I think it's different. I think when we started, our focus was healthcare, mm-hmm. and we found quickly that we didn't, we couldn't as an agency add a lot of value other than where we had spent our time which is providers sure. so we just say you know what this is a this is a big enough market for us and boy does it need help so yeah. we're just going to stick with that we're, we're quick to tell clients the same thing right we don't know that much about that many things but we know a lot about that right right. and and so when it when it comes to you know, at least to me a transferable skill set between the services side and the pharmaceutical side and vice versa yeah. is almost nil right, I mean right. maybe you understand how managed care pays for things as right, an right, example right. But, but that's about it mm-hmm. and I wouldn't know the first thing about how to launch a drug. I'm not particularly interested in learning the first right, thing about right, how to right. launch a drug. I'm glad there's firms that do that. We don't have any intention of doing it. Right. And I think our clients have by and large appreciated that same way yours have. Yeah, yeah. Though it's interesting because we, I mean, we've we run into this, Brandon, you and I, where you have folks that really value the healthcare experience. And then you have people that are, actually, that's a that's a weight around your neck. And I think, I think the higher up the strategic chain go, the more the experience matters. If you're in brand strategy, you had better understand the business model of Couldn't agree more. How in the world can you develop a brand strategy for any company without inherently understanding how that business works? Yeah. But if you're talking about advertising, you know, there's definitely something to be said for somebody who's never done healthcare advertising. Sure. We need new ideas in this industry. So I see it from both sides. Well, I think that's a, that's a challenge um, for anyone who works in a single industry, even, yeah. even one as large as healthcare, is how do you constantly infuse your firm with new ideas, with fresh thinking, with new strategies? And you have to spend a lot of time looking outside the industry to do that. I think, right. to, to your point, um, they're, they're outside of the pharmaceutical part of healthcare. We've not been exactly a hotbed of great brand strategy right. and creative <laughs> as an industry. And, that's I, right. and I think it's, it's, it's increasingly challenging in the exchange environment and in increasing consumer environment, we're going to have to do that. We're going to have to have brands that appeal yeah. so much better, not just to physicians right, and right, not just right. for workforce recruitment, right. but to yeah. all these other audiences that we've just not traditionally talked to very much. No. I always say we're at least 10, if not 20 years behind other industries, mm-hmm. in brand especially, and even marketing. And, you know, it's kind of like the banks. That's my analogy or metaphor or whatever. I mean, the, the banks didn't know how to brand either. In the 70s, if you recall, they were open till 3 o'clock and closed right. on Saturdays, and they didn't need to build brands because you opened your doors and they came. And then deregulation came, and all of a sudden they're having to compete with non-bank you know, entities, and they had to learn quickly how to build a Wells Fargo brand, what that meant. Healthcare, same thing, but it happened maybe a decade or two later. Yeah, that's an interesting analogy. You used to be able to open your clinic doors and they would come. And now, I mean, 10 years at least, if not more, uh-huh. you really have to offer something differentiated, and that's brand. Yeah. Well, it's interesting. It's interesting metaphor because at the same time, that's really when banks went through a period of really compressed margins as well. Yeah. And so they entered all these different and much riskier lines of business, which, as taxpayers, we all get to pay for now. Um, <laughs> right. But but it's an interesting analogy of the hospital sector, right? We got all, all these organizations who are suddenly going into the risk business because yeah. they have to deal with compressed margins on their underlying business. Right. Right. So it'll be it'll be an interesting few years for sure. I think this is this this particular agenda upstairs. I know you've, you said you haven't been able to see a lot of the content right. yet, but going to, um, much more focused on population health and some yeah, of the more dynamic stuff, strategies right? than I think we've seen in past shows. And and frankly, less advertising driven 
driven and yes. more direct marketing brand strategy communications right. driven which I think is you know is, is driven by what the audience really wants to hear right? yeah and, and even if they don't want to hear it they should <laughs> I mean right. I, I, I applaud the Schuschmidt I, I shouldn't say that I was one of the I was on one of the committees marketing analytics which was a new track another great addition yeah but the people that thought of that track which wasn't me or you know really drove that we need we need to get on board with what's going on we yeah. can't get pull our head out of the sand and really dig in this whether we like it or not yeah. it's here yeah and we better dig in so yeah i agree it's been less fluffy yeah and, and much more deep uh, and that's great. That's only a good thing. Yeah. So who do you have queued up uh, for, for later today? Anybody coming on is going to be real uh, real interesting? Yes, but I can't, I'm can't. i terrible on the schedule. You know, I think we've got Chris a, Boyer, a full Chris schedule Boyer this afternoon. It's full. Yeah. Chris Boyer's coming back. An old friend of ours, Rob Rosenberg. Uh-huh. You know Rob Rosenberg? I, I know of him. Okay. Yeah. From um, Springboard. Mm-hmm. And another old friend of ours. Who is it? Bring it. Come on. Uh, oh, I asked. I, I did the, the cardinal sin. I asked a question I didn't already know the answer to. <laughs> no, no. no that's, we should know the answer to that, right? <laughs> Things have been changing so fast. Hang on. I've got it, actually. I've got it here. We just have to pull it up. But it's been it's been great. We've had... I don't think we've had any time since when we launched the first time this open. It was just us for like 10 minutes yeah. before the first scheduled guest. And yeah. since then... We've had people here the whole time. I'll be really it's interested good. to see what the what the um, your uh, statistics are. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. I just I, 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 this is a great way to experience the conference without being at the That's conference right. for people That's who right. couldn't register, couldn't travel, or you know, for everybody who had their travel budget frozen at the start of the fourth right. quarter, right. which is everybody. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> which, even though we haven't had the chance to take in a lot of sessions, it's been kind of fun talking to people about their take yeah. on it and their perspective. Yeah, absolutely. And so it feels like we've 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 taken in a little bit. It's been great feedback from people upstairs too. I mean, whether it was in the lunches or in, in the in between breaks. I think this is a show that's really people seem very engaged in. Yeah, it seems you know, sometimes like you it. go to a conference and you leave saying, "Oh my God, you know, I, I, w- I would have been better off working, you know, for those right, days." Right, I don't. Right, this right, is right. not one of those. I'm no, afraid. it's not. Right. So I have the lineup that you asked. Yeah, have fire away. So it, when, when we're done with you, we shut down for mm-hmm. how long? Well, as as it should be to like yeah. get a piece of food. <laughs> and then at noon, Chris Boyer, okay. who's a client and friend, and then at twelve thirty, Kevin Strandberg, who is director of marketing at Ashland Hospital. Northern Wisconsin, absolutely the hometown of my fiance. So I know Kevin really well. He's also a consultant that works with, uh, I think, Barlow McCarthy. No, Baird Consulting. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. There's many Chris B's, Chris yeah. Baird, Chris Barlow, Chris Bevelo, and we confused ourselves. Sure. Chris Boyer. Yeah, see? <laughs> and then Rob Rosenberg will close us out at one. That'll be a great, good. good way to end. Yeah, that's, that's a good, good lineup. Good lineup for South Carolina. It is. It's yeah. been great. We've had friends, we've had new people, we've had yeah. very senior executives we've had managers it's all over the spectrum mm-hmm. that's it's been, been fun. Good. excellent yeah. all right but you know what it'll be good when it's done and, and i've loved it but it's been kind of non-stop it'll be oh, good yeah. to just kick back and actually take in some content right have five minutes to talk to people <laughs> instead of rushing by saying you can't talk about it yeah. <laughs> and then tonight are you going tonight to the um, aquatics networking i am thing? i am not oh. uh, well i'm going to the beginning of it but okay. i have a dinner meeting this evening okay. so it's one of the blessings and the curse of a meeting in chicago is we have several clients that are here. Oh, so yes, yes, if you're yes. going to be in town, you, know, you definitely need to see the clients. Right, right. right. That's, sure. that's good. Yeah. And that's a nice thing because, like you, you have clients all over the country. Yes. It helps and a lot. Usually sure. you don't get to see them unless it's part of a paid part of your right. process. That's right. Which is good, but there's not a lot of time to just actually talk to them in yeah, a normal way. Yeah, exactly. And so they come here. And, yeah. Well, and thankfully, we have a number of clients who are at the show as well. So just being able to see people, to your point, outside of a meeting environment, outside right. of a, we're, yeah, we're here, we have 90 minutes, and right. then we have to go back to the airport. You know, it's right, really right, nice right. just to have a little bit of that downside yeah. to talk. So it is nice. Now, you get a gossip, too. So. And there's so much <laughs> The gossip level is astounding. It is. Last night was just like a little beehive at the bar. <laughs> it was. So we went to dinner. And that's the other thing about this. Dinner starts at 9 o'clock every night, yeah. which is, I know if you're in New York City, that's just, yeah. why wouldn't it? That's, but here that's past been, my bedtime. Yeah. You've been up at like 7 to <laughs> yeah. 9. You've had maybe a half a meal because there's no time. And then you go sit down for dinner. Yeah. You're done at 11. Beehive bars hopping. Have a drink, have another drink, and all of a sudden it's one in the morning, and you're going, "Okay, I gotta get up in five hours." (laughs) For you, I have to present in a few hours. Yeah, yeah, but you know what? Did you present today? I did. Okay, and I was up till one. Um, But I, there's just so many people you want to talk to. Yeah, yeah. it was great. 
the, so I'll pay for it at some point, but <laughs> you, uh, on the day you go home or the day after. Yes, yes, that's, right. you, that's usually when it starts to catch up with us. Yes. And I, I think, you know, I do want to see a session tomorrow, but I could sleep in. And, <laughs> I mean, I can sleep till eight. That's sleeping in for that me. That is. That's the middle of the day. It yeah. is. Yeah. <laughs> so what else is going on today? Do we have any more um, big speakers? Keynotes? Honestly, I don't know. I have the schedule written down in my pocket I somewhere. Never I, don't know. I don't know what's going on there. They were getting you back, Brandon. Uh, there's the exchanges. Morning. There's the back-to-back exchanges sessions that are coming out uh, about 1.30. And that, oh, that nice. should be pretty interesting. And then there's a big social media session, I think, around uh, 2.45. Okay. Very good. Some, well, some non-advertising-related sessions. Which is good. And when I, when I booked my, like concurrent sessions I wanted to see which I won't see any of them every single one was double booked yeah. wow. and I, was, and I just here. thought well I'll just make a decision on the spot because yeah. I want to see both see which room is fuller right yeah, yeah. yes exactly mm-hmm. so and it, you know it's, and I know it's really hard uh, it's a little bit of a crap shoot and you don't know mm-hmm. the speaker the presentation sure because it can be a great topic but if think about all the poor souls who will wander into my session tomorrow unsuspecting well I didn't mean right? <laughs> <laughs> yes, exactly. it's like a spider web once you get in you can't get out <laughs> you locked the doors you brought those special padlocks you wanted so to learn something you're right. going to learn something <laughs> no 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 do you speak quite a bit I do about uh, 15 to 18 oh, speaking engagements a, a year. Yeah, yeah that's quite a bit. Um, there's a few groups that are really nice. They have me back multiple years, which I guess goes to a shallow talent pool of available speakers more than anything else. Uh, yes, yes. Yeah, it's sort of a circuit of some state hospital associations, some HFMA events. Um, this this has been a kind of on again off again thing yep. for me some years, and um, and then there are a couple really interesting groups like the uh, there's a multi-state hospital association group on the eastern seaboard that meets once a year and they'll have me oh, in every okay. year to talk about some some things. So payer survey is one of our right. one of our big uh, pieces of thought leadership that we produce every year. So well, good. All right. Appreciate right. you guys having me. Yeah, Thanks, Brandon. Thank, Thank you. you. Dropping in. Always good to see you, sir. Same here. Yeah. yeah. We'll catch up tomorrow. So Thank maybe you. see you at the beginning of the aquatics event. Yes. Okay. Tell Jessica hi. I will. All right. Take care. Another jam-packed hour. Another jam-packed hour. Wow. Oh, we're almost done. We should probably wrap it up now we should. so we can actually talk to people. So, that by the way, good. this is Chris Bevelo. I didn't know. introduce myself <laughs> when I sat down an hour ago because there wasn't time. But cool. So, for Arrogant Healthcare Marketing Ambassadors Podcast, the first session of the last day. Yes. Chris Bevelo. Robert Prevo. And we'll be back in, I think, like an, an hour. hour. You bet. All right. See you then. Bye.